Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native the father of the effortless English system that trains you to speak English fluently. You speak English powerfully. You speak English effortlessly. You think in English. You also get those movie lessons as an extra. When you commit to my VIP program, join and commit to my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go there, join and commit. Every month you get new lessons with the VIP program and you'll be getting these movie lessons as an extra bonus. Join today. Commit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com Business success, career success. A lot of you have been asking me about business topics, uh, especially because my business English course is coming soon. And you've been requesting that I talk about business and there are kind of two sides of business. You know, I've mentioned really there are four, right? Four ways to make money, general categories of making money. There's employee, which is the most common. It's what most people do. Employee, you work at a company, you have a boss, you get a paycheck. There's a freelancer where you still kind of get a paycheck. You work per hour or per project but you're more independent. You don't have a you don't have one boss. You can jump around and work for lots of different people. Then there's a business owner. That's when you own your own business. You are your own boss. You're an entrepreneur. You have a business. That might be a very small business. It might be very large. And then finally an investor, an investor where you're using money to make more money. Investing, we're not going to talk about. That's a whole different topic and has uh, its own skills, which I can't teach you. (laughs) But the other three, the other three do share a few common ideas. In fact, I find, you know, you'll see in my course, the Business English course, coming just a couple weeks, that I teach you as an employee to think more like a business person, to think more like an entrepreneur. Even if you're an employee, even if you get a paycheck, you don't want to start your own business, you don't want to be an entrepreneur, you want to have a normal job, getting a paycheck, but but you want to make as much money as you can, of course, you want to make more money if you can, and I think also at the same time, you want to have an enjoyable job, right? You want to get better and better jobs, you know, promotions, meaning you have more freedom at your job. You have more control at your job. You're doing the kinds of work that you really love to do. You're working with other people that you like. You've got a boss that you like. Your boss is really good. So your working life is a happy experience. You go to work. You're not stressed. You're not sad. You're not depressed, right? You're, you're, you're happy to go to your job. So, you know, I think everybody wants that. That's what I wanted when I was working as an employee. And unfortunately, I didn't really find it. <laughs> but um, 
I think that's what most people want as employees. And as a freelancer, it's the same idea. As a freelancer, you're independent. You need to find plenty of work, lots of projects, lots of clients. And again, you want to make as much money as possible, right? If you're doing the same work, if you're working one hour, you're doing the same work, you'd like to get paid more. It's better to make $100 an hour than $50 an hour, obviously. And of course, the same, there's two sides. There's the money, and the other side is you want to enjoy it. So you want to get better jobs, better projects, more interesting projects, working with more interesting people or or companies, again, enjoying your work. So it's a positive, creative experience for you. And then finally, of course, as an entrepreneur, you absolutely must know how to do this. You must know how to succeed because most businesses fail. Most businesses fail in just a year or two. So you need some basic skills of how to, you know, how to market, how to sell. How do you make a successful business online or offline or both? Doesn't matter. So, in each of these areas has some separate skills, but there are some general big ideas that are useful for all three to help you succeed with all three. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I think probably the biggest, most important general idea, the key to really succeeding in all areas employee or freelancer or entrepreneur. And of course, we are live on YouTube as always. Well, not as always. Sometimes we're on Facebook, sometimes we're on Twitch. But today, again, we're on YouTube. And just want to welcome everybody. And of course, I'll come back and we will talk about your comments and questions. Just let me talk about the topic for a few minutes. All right, the general idea. What's the secret, guys? Now, I'm going to talk about this from the, from the point of view of an individual person, you. Okay, so I'm not talking about building a giant company. If you want to be Steve Jobs, then uh, I can't really help you because I don't know how to build a billion dollar company. If that's your goal, you find other people. But I, that's not usually. Most people want to build, if they're an entrepreneur, they're looking to build kind of a small or medium sized business. Freelancers, same thing. And then, of course, as employees, you're individuals. So, how do you succeed? Overall, you've got to be different. This is the key point. This is general idea number one. You have to stand out. There's a nice word in English, to be outstanding. You need to be outstanding. If you are outstanding in your job, in your work, in your business, you will succeed. You will succeed. You'll have a successful job, career, or business. If you are outstanding outstanding okay will you become super 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 rich like a billionaire i don't know maybe maybe not some of that is a luck some there's other things involved but you certainly can have a very free and abundant life where you're very happy you have plenty of money so you must be outstanding i think we all understand that outstanding what does this word really mean outstanding well it if we change the order Stand out. It means standing out. Standing out, right? Outstanding 
we change the word order, it means standing out. What does that mean to stand out? It means to be different, to be obviously very different. If you stand out in English, this is kind of an idiom. If you stand out, it means you are noticed. You are noticed because you're so different. If you don't stand out, then you're kind of, you appear the same as everybody else. Okay, if, you're, if you don't stand out, you're just normal. You're like everyone else. If you stand out, then people notice you. Now, you can stand out for bad reasons. You can be really, really, really ugly. You can be really, really, really bad. And people will notice. You will stand out. Or you can be really, really, really good in some way. And you also will stand out. You will be noticed. It basically just means to be very, very different. Now, the word outstanding has more of a positive meaning. It really means to stand out in a good way, a positive way. So, the next, so this should be obvious to you. Okay, look, if you are the same, let's imagine you are a computer programmer. You're an employee, you want to be an employee, but you would like to make more money, you'd like to work at better companies. Well, if you are basically the same as other programmers, you know, you're good, but you're not great. You follow the rules, you do everything like everybody else, you do what your boss tells you to do. You'll make some money, but you're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to have a great career because you're just, you don't stand out. You're just the same as everybody else. And sadly, this is what most people do. Most people are blue-pilled <laughs> in their job too. And they think that following the rules, doing what they're told, being like everybody else, they think that's the secret to success. They learn this in school, right? What do you do in school? You know, you perform for the teacher. Just make the teacher happy. Study what the teacher says. Study what's going to be on the test. Just follow directions. How many teachers have said this? You must learn to follow directions. Just follow the directions of the teacher. Don't do something strange. Don't do something creative. Don't be outstanding. Don't be really different or weird. Don't do that because then the teacher might give you a bad grade. No, 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 no. Be normal. Be like everybody else. Just follow the rules. So people get this mindset, this idea, and they have the same idea at their job. Or even more sad, they, get, they try to do this as a freelancer or as an entrepreneur. And that is death. That is death for your business, okay? People are always worried about, oh, how do I do social media marketing? How do I do this? But they're, they're missing the most important question. If you're boring, if you're the same as everyone else, if you're boring, social media is not going to help you build a business. If you're boring, a good resume is not going to help you make a lot more money. If you're boring, you're not going to do well in job interviews. If you are like most people, you're going to get paid like most people. You're going to have the kind of job that most people have in your area, in your field, your industry. That's the truth. Most people are so afraid of failing, so afraid of being different, they're afraid to stand out. Because it's a risk. It's a risk. If you stand out, 
you probably will be criticized. If you stand out in some way, some people won't like it. And people focus just on the negative side and they don't realize you don't need to make everybody happy. In fact, this is the other problem most people have in their job or a business. They're trying to make everybody happy. They start a business. They think they must make everybody happy. They think if some customers are unhappy, then that's, that's a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. It might be a very good thing, in fact. So how do you want to stand out? Of course, you don't want to be terrible. You don't want to stand out by doing a bad job. Then you're not going to make any money. Okay? You want to stand out, but the key thing is you have to find a few strengths. You have to find your own unique, unique, special, special strong points that you have. I'll give you a general idea that people who are successful in their job, their career, or business, they, number one, they're usually very, very honest and sincere. Honest and sincere. They are more honest and more sincere than most people. What does that mean? It means they're more real, right? Everybody else is pretending. Everybody else is pretending. They're trying to be professional, these are my air quotes, air quotes, professional. You see this word used so much. I hate this word because it's used terribly now. It doesn't mean anything anymore. What professional means now when most people in business say, be professional, I want to be professional. I need to act professional or professionally. What they really mean is boring. What they really mean is boring. Because in the business world, I've learned from many, many, many jobs, when people say be professional, what they really mean is be boring, be the same as everybody else. Don't be professional. Professional is just a way of pretending, pretending, hiding your honesty, not being honest, not being real, not being a real human, not showing emotion your real, true emotion, not getting truly enthusiastic and excited about something, not showing your true personality, what you really love and what you really hate. But the people who succeed at a higher level, they do the opposite. They are very strong. They're very honest and sincere. They're real. They show who they really are. So if you want to start your own business or if you want to be better in your career, Stop trying to be like everyone else. Stop hiding your feelings. Stop hiding what you feel strongly about. Stop hiding how you're different. Instead, you got to do the opposite. Show how you are different. Be even more different. Find your strong points and make them stronger and stronger and stronger. Find the areas where you are different than most people and become even more different. Even, 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 even more different. Strongly, strongly, strongly. Until you are super different. Until it's obvious that everybody sees this. That everybody sees, wow, he is not like everybody else. He's not the same as every all the other programmers. She's not the same as all the other designers. Right? You're different in some way. Really different. And how be different in an honest way, don't not in a pretending way, not trying to copy somebody else, but coming from your heart, 
because people feel that. It's real. Most people in business are afraid to show their heart. They're afraid to show emotions. They're afraid to really be open and honest and sincere and human. So you do the opposite. Be more human, more sincere, more emotional in a good way, in a positive way, more enthusiastic about certain things. Now, the second way you want to be excellent and outstanding is, is to be indeed excellent. You have to be really good, okay, at something, really good at something. You can't be good at everything, okay? You can't be really, really good at everything. So, you, again, find the areas in your job or your business where you can be super, 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 super different and super, 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 super good, really good, better than most other people. So again, most people are just trying to be good enough in all things. They're afraid to be bad at something. Just be bad at something. Be bad at something or it's okay to even ignore something. You know, people ask me all the time, AJ, please teach writing. Why don't you teach writing? Because I don't want to. <laughs> That's the real reason. I don't want to. I don't like it. I don't like teaching writing. I give general advice about writing. But to teach writing, I have to do one-to-one you know, to really teach writing well, I'd have to do it one-to-one, -one, which means I have to get paid per hour, which I don't have the time to do it. So I just decided I'm not going to teach writing, really. Now, most English teachers think, oh, well, you've got to do everything. No, you don't. I specialize in speaking, speaking and listening, speaking and listening. Reading is part of that. But I specialize. And I'm very, very different. You know I'm different about grammar. I go very strongly... I do not teach grammar or grammar rules. I don't correct mistakes. I have a lot of things that are very, very different and I'm very strong about them from the beginning. Also, the topics I talk about. I'm weird. I'm different. But it's honest. It's coming from my heart. I talk about philosophy and spirituality and all these kind of deep topics and red pill topics and Brave New World and The Matrix and Animal Farm. It's very different. Most English teachers are not talking about these topics. They avoid these things. Why? They're afraid to be criticized. They're afraid that some people won't like these topics. So what do they do? They talk about grammar. They talk about just vocabulary and grammar and boring stuff from the news. The typical stuff. They're all doing the same thing. Boring. Okay? This is what most people do in all areas. So you've got to be bold. You have to be strong and be really different and outstanding. Outstandingly different, outstandingly good, but just in a few ways that are special for you, that fit you, that come from your heart. Now, I'll give you some examples. Other people. Cole Robinson is my favorite example right now. The snake diet guy. Now, some people don't like him. Because he says, fuck, 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 constantly. Fucking goddamn fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, this is how he talks, but he's honest. This is him. That's really him. That's his real personality. He's very, very emotional, sometimes angry, sometimes passionate about health topics. He's angry about the medical industry. He's angry about the garbage people eat. He's angry that fat people are using excuses. He's angry about this, and so he just lets it out. He's not trying to be professional. Hi, I'm Cole Robinson, and today I'm going to discuss fasting with you. Blah, 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 right? Boring. 
He's not like everybody else. That's what everybody else does. He is so super different, so honest, so sincere, so real from his heart. His real personality comes out very strongly. Because of that, some people do hate him. They hate his language. They hate how he talks. But on the other hand, who cares? Because the people who like him, they really, really love him. They feel his honesty. They feel his energy. They feel his passion. He's not like anybody else. He's completely, totally unique and different. He's outstanding and he stands out. Cole Robinson is his name. Cole, C-O-L-E. Robinson, just look Snake Diet. Snake Diet on YouTube. Snake Diet. Now, the other thing, he's not, it's not only his passion and his energy, but he's also outstandingly good. He knows a lot about fasting. He has done it, okay? He has personally fasted. He's done seven-day dry fast, no water or food for seven days. He's done a five-day dry fast. He's done long fast, short fast. He's done it all. He's read research. He's studied it. He is a true super expert on this topic. So he's also outstanding in that area. He's outstandingly good, and he's outstandingly motivational as a coach, and he's outstandingly sincere and emotional. And it's his own style. That's him. That's really him. Now, I'm not like that. I don't say fuck, 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 fuck all the time. It's not me. If I did that, I would be pretending. Okay, so don't copy someone else. Don't try to copy Cole Robinson if that's not you. Right? The point is sincerity and honesty, but make it strong. Really show it. Open yourself and show who you really are. Those strong personalities, traits. Do it at your job, okay? So many people are afraid to be different. Oh, I don't want the boss to be upset. Oh, what if my coworkers don't, don't like it? Okay, fuck them. <laughs> All right? Screw them. Doesn't matter. Get a better job. All right? Be strong. I did this as a teacher. When I was working in schools and I became very different. I was very different in my classes. Did it cause problems sometimes? Yes, I got, you know, into some big trouble with a few bosses because I was teaching in very different ways. I was being very super energetic. I was not using the textbooks. But overall, overall, long term, my career went up, up, up. The money I was making up, up, up better jobs, up, 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 and then finally, my own business. Okay, so this is so important. The fear of judgment, the fear of criticism, the fear of others' opinions. That's what kills your business. That's what kills your career. This is the most important thing, this mindset. You must change it first. Change this mindset, and then you can look at marketing techniques and how to do a good resume. But your resume should be like this. Your resume should not be the same as everybody else's. Resume or CV. Some people call it CV. Right? This is the thing. I've seen resumes, okay? There are a few times I've hired people to do jobs, and I accepted resumes. They're boring. Everybody had the same boring resume. Nobody was outstanding. Back in the old days when I had a job, you know, at the end of my working career, employee career, my resume was outstanding. Outstanding, meaning it was very different. 
It was different. Immediately, if someone looked at my resume, it was not like everybody else's. Now, maybe some people didn't like it, but so what? Because I got many more interviews, because I got noticed, right? You have to realize these bosses, these jobs, they get, you know, 100 resumes, 200 resumes. For big companies, they might get 500 resumes for one position. If your resume is boring, if it's not outstanding, they're just going to throw it away. They just throw it away. You'll never get the interview. And it's the same with interviews, okay? You go into an interview, you're just polite, and you answer the questions in the usual boring way. You give the same boring answers like everybody else. You know, what's your weakness? My weakness is I am just work too hard. Ugh, okay, come on, it's boring. Everybody says that. So, you give the same boring answers, you're not going to be noticed. You know, you're, you're, you're going to have to do a lot of interviews. You won't get a lot of job offers. You're not going to make more money or not a lot more money. You've got to be outstanding in those job interviews. You go in there and they remember you. When you leave, they remember you. Wow, who was that? They're different. That's interesting. Even if they don't hire you, you want that reaction. You want that strong reaction. And finally, as a business person, an entrepreneur, so important. Again, think of Steve Jobs, not Apple Now. Apple Now is boring. Tim Cook is boring. But um, back when Steve Jobs had Apple, they were different. I mean, their whole, their motto, think different, think different, right? The iPod, the iPhone, these were all amazing in the beginning when they came out. They were so different, unique. The designs, the, the simplicity of their designs was unique. Everybody else copied them. They were different. They were unique. They weren't afraid. Windows was boring. Boring old big company, Microsoft. And Apple eventually beat them and destroyed them because of Steve Jobs. Because of Steve Jobs. Well, if you start a business, if you start a pizza restaurant, don't be the same as every other pizza restaurant because then your business probably will fail. If they all, I see this every town. You know, I visit America, I visit cities, and you'll see a new restaurant. New, let's say, new Thai restaurant. Okay, great. And I go to see the Thai restaurant in San Francisco. It's the same as every other Thai restaurant in the city. It's the same decorations. It's the same menu items. It's boring. Why would someone go there? They already have 10 other Thai restaurants they can go to. So why go to the new one? They already have another one that's their favorite probably, right? Or the pizza place. The pizza place. Well, it's exactly the same as every other pizza place in the town. So again, why would anyone change? Why would anyone go to your pizza place if it's exactly the same? Same decorations, the same red and white, you know, little uh, tablecloth on the table. <laughs> Everything's the same. The same pictures of Italy. The, te- the pizza, the same ingredients, the same garbage ingredients they buy from the same supplier as every other restaurant. Chinese restaurants in America, they all taste exactly the same. Not all. There are a few in San Francisco that are different, that are real, that are quite different, and they're great, and they're very successful. But in the rest of America... Every Chinese restaurant, it's exactly the same. The same stupid menu, full of sugar and garbage. It's not even real Chinese food. Okay, so don't do that. 
Don't do it. It doesn't matter. Your career as an individual trying to get a job or get a promotion or owning your own business, you've got to find ways to be very different, to be noticed. This is the key thing. This is the most important thing you must do first. After that, you can think about techniques. How am I going to make my resume really cool and different? How am I going to do marketing? How am I going to do advertising in a different way? You can do all these things, but this is the most important point. All right, that's our topic. Let's go live, live, live. Now, I like this, Ibrahim. Ibrahim Ali says, if your experience is a movie... Your resume is the trailer. Yeah, I like that analogy, okay? So exactly, a good trailer. There's a lot of boring movie trailers also. They do a bad job. It's a boring resume. Most of Hollywood is boring now. They're making the same stupid formula movies. It's boring. But let's think of one like The Matrix. We've been doing The Matrix. And we've seen with the trailer and even the beginning of the movie, the first 30 minutes of the movie, what amazing job they did to be different, to like have this mystery. What is the matrix? I mean, the, they kept asking this question, and, and they but they won't tell us, and it's this mystery, right? And that gets, it was really outstanding how they did that. The Wachowski brothers the, who made the movie, really outstanding, very, very different. It was especially back in the 90s when it first came out, so different, and... It was hugely successful. So you want your resume to be like that Matrix trailer where they, where you almost have a mystery where they see your resume and they think, well, this is cool. This is amazing. I want to learn more. Who is this person? That's the reaction you want. Bufender says, is your career and business course ready? I'm curious. Basically ready. Just a couple of weeks where it will be, it'll be available. But yeah, more or less, we're, we're pretty much done. Yeah, like Nasser says, learn, David the Good said to learn gardening from experience by killing plants over and over. You can't underestimate the power of experience. Learn how to do things. It's better than just a theory. That's right. And as part of that is you have to be you have to have courage. You can't be afraid to fail. You can't be afraid to be criticized, right? Like in the gardening example, don't be afraid to kill a bunch of plants. That's how you learn, you know, how to grow them better. Well, it's the same thing. Don't be afraid to try 10 different resumes. Don't be afraid to try some resumes that are really strange, that are really different, that look different, that are, that, that are written very differently. Yeah, some of them might fail. Maybe some of them, and people don't like them, but it doesn't matter. You learn, you learn. If you send out 10 different resumes to 200 jobs, you see which ones, and if you keep track, you track it, record it, then you can see which resume got the most response, which resume got the most calls to you, right? Job uh, interview offers. Manuel says, I've got a question. Um, 
My brother tells me it's important to find a job you like and are invested in because otherwise you'll lose your motivation if it's boring. Well, I agree with your brother. I, I always did that. I found most jobs super boring and uh, yeah, I agree. Why work a boring job? The only reason to work a boring job is to learn a valuable, uh, something valuable like a skill, but then you're probably not going to be bored if you're learning something useful. <laughs> it's probably not boring. All right. Yeah, here's Buffender again says, Cole Robinson is an amazing guy. I've seen most of his videos after you suggested. I agree. He's amazing. He's amazing. And again, Steve Jobs talked about this too, by the way, that... You want to polarize. This is a nice verb, to polarize. Polarize comes from poles, like the North and the South Pole, right? You've got the globe, the Earth, and at the, you have the North and the South Pole. Like, they're, they're opposites, right? Or a magnet has a North and a South Pole, P-O-L-E. Well, the worst possible thing as a worker, as an employee, as a business, is that everybody likes you a little bit. That... That sucks. Unless you are a huge company. If you are a gigantic, super huge company, maybe that's okay, like Coca-Cola, okay? But we are not. You're not a billionaire. I'm not a billionaire. We don't have giant companies. We're starting new little tiny companies with almost no money, or we're employees just trying to get a job. So we can't be liked a little bit like by everyone if you if everybody likes you a little bit then you get a little bit of money okay what you want is you want some people to love 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 you and others to hate 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 you you want to create a strong emotional reaction because who cares about the people who hate you so what so what doesn't matter they don't buy from you. They don't hire you. So what? Because you have this other group that loves, loves, loves you, and they will pay you a lot more. If you're an employee, well, then they'll give you better jobs and a higher paycheck. And if you have a business, well, they will be your customers, and they will pay more, and they'll continue to stay with you and buy from you and be with you because they love, love, love you. Okay? This is always my goal. This is always my idea as an English teacher. Some people hate me. English teachers, a lot of English teachers hate me. <laughs> a lot of schools and school employees and uh, really hate me. And some students hate me. Some students who like grammar, who hate, uh, grammar and translation and textbooks, who they really, really hate that I talk about this. They hate that I talk about homeschooling. So what? I don't care. They, they can learn from someone else. I don't need everybody. You don't need everybody. You don't need everybody. You just need a few people a small group of people who love, love, love you. And so that is, it's better to be very strong. And don't worry about people hating you. It's so what? Doesn't matter.
Lisa says, I think for a successful business, first we need a huge faith. We have to believe so strongly in what we do. We can't even think that it can't succeed. Persistence is very important. You're correct about that. Yes, that's right. You have to really have faith in what you're doing and in yourself. And this is again why it's better to be honest and real. Because if you're pretending, it's hard to have faith, right? Because you know you're not being totally honest. Like if you're trying to pretend like if you're pretending to be, you know, very serious and professional, but that's not really you. Like it's not me. Definitely not me. I hate wearing suits. I only wear suits when I do a seminar for a company. That's the only time. Sometimes I make a video, a business video. Other than that, you see, I don't wear suits. I hate suits. And even when I wear a suit, I... I, now I never wear a tie. I, I don't really hate ties. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, that's just not me. And being like very formal all the time is also not me. It's not me. So if I tried to be that way too much, then I'm just pretending. So how can I have faith? How can I be excited about what I'm doing? Because I'm not being myself. I'm not being real. It's not from my heart. And you'll, people will feel that eventually. But instead, you know, you see, you see, I dress, this is, this is the shape, you know, this is how I dress every day. And uh, the topics I talk about, why do I choose those topics? Am I planning the topic I think will be most popular? No. I'm talking about topics that I am passionate about, that I love, that I feel are important. It's coming from my heart and everybody doesn't like it. So what? I don't care. Everybody does not need to learn from me. There are thousands of English teachers. I'm okay. I don't need millions and millions and billions, okay? So, and you don't either. So, it doesn't matter what you are. If you're an artist, if you're like a graphic artist, maybe you do web design or logos or t-shirts, whatever you do. Don't be boring. Don't be like everybody else. Do It should come from your heart. Your designs should be connected to you and who you are. Don't try to be professional, like to be accepted by everybody. Be special and be really who you are coming from you and what you think is beautiful and interesting. And other people will find you and they'll like it. And then you'll have a real nice business as a freelancer or whatever. I'll give you another example of this in a minute. Nora says, uh, that's why homeschooling is very important. Schools make children the same, like copies. That's right. They do. That's right. Exactly right. Schools create this mentality. Christy says, um, I'm asking this for my daughter. Which is better, working for other people to get experience first or be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur right away? Uh, number two, I'd say, just do it. Just be an entrepreneur. Now, if she's starting with no money, which she might if she's just beginning uh, her career, then she's going to have to do something small and with no money. So she's going to have to be creative. But that's great. She'll learn so much more by doing a real business, even if it fails. Then she's not going to learn entrepreneur skills at a job, okay? Believe me, I didn't. I worked many, many jobs. That's not where I learned how to be an entrepreneur. I had to do it outside of that on my own. So I would say if she's thinking she wants to be an entrepreneur, that's what she wants to do, she should do it, okay? She should just jump in and start some kind of business, any kind of business, 
Oh, a baby's crying. Success makes a uh, great course, says. Success makes so many people hate you, AJ. By you, I'm thinking probably means people in general. I wish it wasn't that way. It would be wonderful to enjoy success without seeing envy in the eyes of those around you. Well, screw them. We don't need them. This is a very important part of succeeding is learning how to not care. And yeah, you know, I'm swearing a little bit because uh, on that topic, I think I want to be strong emotionally about it Uh, because this is the attitude you have to have, okay? Uh, You just have to say, I don't care. So what? You can't. Why do you care about those people? Don't care. Why care about people who don't care about you? Why care about people who are not nice to you? Their opinion doesn't matter at all. Their opinion is totally unimportant. I don't care if they hate me. I don't care if they like me. I don't care if they're neutral. I don't care. Right? They have nothing to do with me or my life. I love my students. I love my family and my friends. Other people, I just don't care. I don't hate them. But I also don't care. I don't care their opinion. It's not important. I certainly don't care about any other English teacher. Okay? I don't care. I don't care if they like me. I don't care if they hate me. Um, I don't care if they're successful. I don't care if they fail. It's their life. I, you know, if they're successful, great. If someone else is successful as an English teacher and they do things differently than I do, great. It's another choice for students. It's no problem. There's plenty of people in the world and we can all have different ways of succeeding so it's fine so you just gotta don't worry about envy envy doesn't matter what you do is if you find in your life there's some people who are being negative to you because you're succeeding who are jealous cut them from your life bye bye <laughs> if Jenny says I think you're a good looking man in a suit it suits you <laughs> Yeah, overall, you know, I don't mind. When I do the, uh, I like those boss suits. I wear a boss suit. They're actually very comfortable. But overall, I'm much more of an outdoor person and very active. And wearing suits does not fit that. Cleepy says, the bright point I appreciate a lot from you is your advice to everyone. Be the boss of your life. Live simply. Be financially free. It equals full happiness. Yeah, that's right. This is the good side of self-reliance is uh, be the boss of your life. Kind of hot. I'm going to turn on the fan. One second. You might hear a fan in the background. Um, Be the boss of your own life because it's your life and no one else is the boss. So you've got to be the boss of your own life. Okay, so Men Buratoki says some blue people, blue pill people don't know about reality, truth, virtues, and character. So they don't like red pill people and they suffer for their life at the end of the life. Yeah, they do suffer. This is the point. Um, It's quite interesting because I had, uh, I was talking to my mom about my um, niece in America. She's in middle school now. And, She's a wonderful girl. Wonderful. Wonderful girl. 
very sweet and kind, so intelligent, very, very self-disciplined. She's great. But now she's hitting middle school and she's finding that now she's starting to get kind of uh, bullied and criticized by other girls because most of the girls are... Um, they just watch media and they're just on their phones and they're not virtuous and they all, they're already focusing on boys, boys, boys and money, money, money and new clothes and all this garbage. And because my uh, niece is not like that, you know, she, so she stands out, right? And it can be hard at that age. I think we all know this at middle school and high school. It can be hard if you if you are, if you're smart and you, you stand out and you're virtuous and you're doing all these things to be a really good, strong person. Well, that's not cool nowadays. That's not what the media shows. Kids are listening to hip hop and, and watching all this garbage. So someone who's being virtuous and self-disciplined will often get bullied, will often be criticized. And it can feel tough at that age. I still remember. (laughs) It can feel tough at that age that you feel like, well, they're popular and they're having all the fun and I'm doing all, trying to live, you know, a good life and virtuous and doing all these things, but I'm, I'm not being rewarded. Like I'm being punished socially, right? That he feels like you're being punished in the beginning and they're doing it. It feels like they're getting rewarded for this bad behavior. But like I was telling my mom about it, I'm like, that's only true until high school. After high school, things change very quickly. And as life goes on, the older everyone gets, those people get punished. Those nasty girls become fat and ugly. They get divorced. They have lots and lots of men. They can't even love a man anymore because they're having sex with so many of them. They're eating garbage and partying and drinking all the time. Nobody respects them. And by the time they're 30, 35, maybe 40, they look old. They look fat. They, they have broken families or no families. Their lives are miserable and unhappy, and then it just gets worse and worse and worse every year. And by the time I said 40, 45 years old, you can see it on their face. They look just so unhappy and bitter and horrible. They pay the price later, terribly, for a long time. They get maybe six years of fun and then the price, maybe 10 years of fun. And then the price begins and it gets worse and worse and worse. And the opposite happens. Girls like my niece, they do. They have a hard time as teenagers usually, often. But then things get better and better and better. They're more likely to have strong, good families, to have a strong, good husband, to have faith and love in their life and their life because of that virtue and goodness their life gets better and better and better and better and when they're 40 45 and older they're smiling they're happy they seem much younger than they are they look good for their age and their life just seems to get better and better and better and better so teach this to your kids guys because sometimes the kids When they're teenagers, they don't think ahead and they just focusing on right now and they make stupid decisions that will hurt them for a long time.
Yikes, Emmanuel says, I have a question. My friend has a boss who is tormenting him, makes mistakes at his job. He always gets violent and beats him. Should he sue him? Hell yes. Report him to the police. I don't know what country you're in, but Lord. Or punch him right back and quit. Is he crazy? If the guy's not a lot bigger, punch him out, man. Fight him back, take him down, punch him out. If he knows jujitsu, choke him or something, and then quit and walk out. <laughs> if the guy's a lot bigger and stronger than him, you know, call the police, report it to the police, sue him. Heck yeah. That's, that's insane. Ah, Vladislav, happy birthday to your mom. Today's my mom's birthday, he says. Oh, very nice. My mom's birthday is a few days from now, and my grandmother also. And my wedding anniversary. Okay, now Tata says, I, I've heard very important advice. The problem is I don't find myself different, interesting for others. It's kind of sad, but I don't want to give up. Maybe my friends and family can tell me more about me. You follow what you're interested in. Follow what makes you really happy. Focus on what makes, where you're very, very curious, very, very happy, uh, very interested, excited. Now, sometimes it's quiet, okay? You don't have to be an extrovert and, you know, like Cole Robinson. That's him. You know, you can also, you can be very, very uh, different and strong and thoughtful in, in a quiet way. It might just, it might be that you think more deeply, that you really, really care a lot, very strongly, that you're very, 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 very kind, that you're very, very sweet. You know, these kinds of things are other ways to stand out also. So it doesn't have to be loud, not necessarily to be loud about it. <laughs> full rage says one of my friends started explaining he hates working a full-time job i tried to explain him that what financial freedom is but he said it's very difficult for him well i also hated doing that i understand so if you want to be financially free and you don't want to work full-time well, what's your choice? You have to cut your expenses really, really low. My solution, I lived in a van. <laughs> okay, you know, I, that's how committed I was. I decided, I just made a decision one day. It was a, it was a New Year's, it was New Year's Day in Japan and on the top of a mountain uh, in the snow. And I decided that, 2002, and I decided from now I will not work a full-time job. I decided I was leaving the job I was at, which was full-time, and that after that I would never again work full-time, and I didn't. And so then after I made the decision, I realized, well, how do I do this? Because I'm not rich. So I realized, well, the only thing I can do is cut my expenses 
super, super, super low. And that's when I decided, well, I'll go home and I'll buy a van and I'll live in the van. So rent free, no rent. And I'll just work part time jobs. And then I'll have plenty of freedom and enough money. And that's what I did. And the other thing, uh, when I moved to San Francisco later, and then uh, later I moved to Ho- uh, no, Hawaii, later I moved to Thailand, and again, I lived in a super, 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 super cheap apartment, less than $100 a month, okay? So, like, really basic, old, old Thai style, right? I mean, no hot water, for example, no hot water, and no aircon in Thailand, no aircon. Okay, but it was super, super cheap in Bangkok, less than $100 a month. So again, I didn't have to work. And then I moved to San Francisco, a very expensive city. But again, I I just did my best and I found a super cheap apartment, about $600 a month in San Francisco, right downtown, uh, you know, shared bathroom, just one little room. And my wife and I, when we got married, we lived in that apartment for several years but again I only had to work part-time so this is the answer if you don't want to work full-time that's great but you're gonna have to either you make a ton of money a huge amount of money from your part-time job or you're gonna cut your expenses very very low yeah this is a nice approach Ripsheim says I believe the key to your career is find your real passion and transform it into service for people. Well, that is another point, and uh, maybe I'll do another show about that second point because uh, that is also a very important part of it. You know, to stand out is number one. But you're right. You have to stand out in a way that is helpful to others, that contributes in some way. You can't just be weird. That's not enough, right? You could wear crazy clothes and act strange, even if it's real, really your personality. You're not going to make money if you're not helping anybody, right? If you're just strange, you're just weird, but in, you're not helping anyone, then you still don't have a career or a business. So it, it is a good point, and, but I think it's a, it could be a whole topic, how to serve, how to contribute, how to help others, because that's a, probably, I'd say, the second important mindset for making money in a good career. First, you got to be really, really different and honest, and then you got to find a way to do it when you're helping others in a useful way. So they want to pay you. Motion says, your career is brilliant. When you talk about it, it's the best moments of the live show for me. Your experiences are very valuable because they have not easily been earned yeah you know it's kind of uh speaking of the topic you know i was talking about my niece but at the time when i was young of course i didn't realize this i didn't realize i would later look back and and be happy that i learned so much by these difficult experiences at the time i was not happy at the time i was you know miserable in a job and i just wanted to be free And I think, well, how can I do it? I'll live in a car, you know? That's why I did it, because I was so unhappy working full-time. I wasn't thinking about, oh, I'll have these amazing experiences. I was just thinking I want freedom for my life. But now I can look back and I realize how much I learned from that. 
and how it helped me so much. So sometimes in the moment, we don't realize it, but we're in fact learning a lot. Slavika says, decisiveness is very important for business success. Absolutely it is. For business, now this one is especially for entrepreneurs. Maybe employees a little bit, but for entrepreneurs especially, this is probably the one that um, kills most entrepreneurs, meaning this is what most people have trouble with. Most people who are employees, they're used to being employees, and then they try to start a business. This is the thing that causes them to fail. They have so much trouble making decisions. They're so used to having a teacher or a boss tell them what to do. But as an entrepreneur, nobody tells you anything. You have to make everything you do, you decide. And sometimes you don't have much information. And usually you you don't know. Will it succeed? Will it fail? Is this the best decision? You don't know. But you have to decide anyway. You just have to make a decision and keep moving. And that stops a lot of people. I've seen it so many times. I've tried to help several friends and family start a business. And they all failed more or less uh, because of this one. Because they just kept waiting for somebody, usually me, to tell them what to do. And eventually I said, I'm not going to keep telling you what to do. This is not my business. (laughs) You have to decide. And they just couldn't handle the stress. It was too stressful for them. Well, exactly, if Jenny says, if Jenny says you can be well paid as an employee, you certainly can. If, for example, if you're a manager, but again, you must stand out in some some way and be kind of wired. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is true for jobs too. It's not just entrepreneurs. That how do you become a manager? How do you be, go up higher and higher? You stand out, right? You have to... You have to be different than the other employees so that the bosses and the boss's boss and the boss's boss's boss notice you, right? Or maybe not at your company, maybe a different company, they start to hear about you and they steal you from your company. That's a good position to be in. They contact you. There are people called headhunters who do this. They recruit people from other companies. They hear about you and they say, hey, why come to this other company, they'll pay you more money. But you have to stand out to do that. You can't just be boring like everybody. Faisal says, do you operate your own business, AJ? Yes, I do. This is my own business. Effortless English is my business. Yeah, Zohar says, happiness does not come from doing easy work, but from the afterglow of satisfaction that comes after the achievement of a difficult task that demanded our best. Well said. Very well written sentence there. Yes, exactly. You, Anyone who's done this, when you overcome something difficult, a difficult challenge, and you become a better person because of that, that is a great source of happiness. 
it's much better than just short-term pleasure like in Brave New World. Much, much better and it lasts longer. We end with an interesting comment. In some areas, I've been afraid of success. Yeah, I guess this does happen. Some people are afraid of it. I'm not sure what that comes from. Uh, maybe it's the f fear of criticism, maybe the fear of jealousy and envy. Um, You've you got to get past that. Just have to look at it and try to figure out why. Why? What are you afraid of? What, what's the fear? Yeah, like Tuan says, I love that the Effortless English family is small and everyone is so close. We can always contact you. We can gab to you anytime we want. Exactly. I like it too. AJ, yesterday you were not active. Was there an issue? I was active yesterday. We did a show yesterday. Yeah, like Usama Shamal says, I'm the only one who follows your lessons uh, in my country. I doubt that. <laughs> but my friends uh, do like your lessons. Uh, do not like your lessons or you because you're different. But I don't care. Yeah, I know. So it's okay, right? I don't care either. Everyone, it's crazy. Don't try to be liked by everyone. It's impossible. It's impossible to be liked by everyone. You don't want to be liked by everyone. You want to be loved by a few. Yeah, a little joke from Vegeta Super. The best way to reach financial freedom is by winning the Euro Millions, if you're lucky. A lot of people, you know, I know you're joking, but a lot of people actually think this way, and it's actually the worst way to become rich because those people don't usually stay rich. Those people don't know anything about money. So people who win those lotteries like that, uh, you know, if you do some research about it, most of them become poor in like five to ten years. They lose everything. And they, some of them kill themselves. It's not happy. Winning money is not good. Alex, do you have other assets you invest in? For example, stocks, gold, real estate. Oh, yes, a little. I do, some. But I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I'm very conservative about it. Oh, nice inviting me to Tamil, Tam, Tamil Nadu. I want to invite you to my country, Tamil Nadu in India. What can I do, AJ? Please reply to me. Uh, send me an email, ajenglishbook at gmail. But I, I want to visit South India. It's someday I do. I definitely want to. Rosanna says, I accepted your challenge for August, but I didn't get enrolled in Gab. What's happening? Um, I don't know. You did, You couldn't make a Gab account? Is that what you're saying? I'm not sure. Just uh, contact Gab. Uh, I'm not sure why that would be. 
I'm not sure what the problem is. All right, a few more and then time to go. Nassar says, AJ, your stories are very inspiring. Living in your car, quitting your job several times. People sometimes get stuck that they can't quit a job or live simply. Yeah, I know they do. I, you know, I've never understood it, honestly, quite. Um, for me, I was just so unhappy in some jobs, in many jobs. I just couldn't, uh, I, I just, I, I couldn't find a reason like why keep going why keep working a job I hated it just made no sense to me so if I had a job and I hated it then I, I immediately immediately started looking for another job or some way to get away so the idea of staying in that same job for you know months or years it just seemed crazy to me and so I didn't do it and a few jobs I quit after uh, let me try to think the shortest the shortest was one day <laughs> the shortest job was one day I walked out right in the uh, about in the middle about halfway through my shift I just said this is not for me and um, I had a few jobs I worked for like a couple months and the longest job I worked was only two years two years was the most I ever worked that, those are jobs I liked kind of those are the jobs that, that my best jobs, the ones where I didn't hate them. There was a youth shelter where I was helping like uh, runaway kids, homeless kids. That was a nice place. The, the, it was a nice little small um, agency. They were doing good work. The people who worked there were very nice. And uh, I liked working with the kids. So that was probably my favorite job I ever had. But I got bored. <laughs> After two years, I got bored with it. Uh, it's not that it's not that I hated anybody. Everyone was really wonderful, but um, I just it was just the same thing, you know. After a while, I just like, well, this is the same thing. I can't imagine doing this for two more years or five more years or ten years. It's just going to become the same exact thing all the time. And the other thing is, I really wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to not just travel. I wanted to live in other countries. And so that's why I quit that job. I quit that job and I went to live in, uh, let me think, that job I went to live in first time Korea. Then I came back and I worked at that job again. And then I quit again and moved to, where did I go next? I actually moved to someplace else in America. So anyway, um, yeah, don't be stuck. I don't know why, but people get this. Like sometimes people tell you like, ah, you can't, you can't change jobs a lot. It doesn't look good. And you've got to just pick a job and stay with the same job in the same company for years and years. That's insane. Don't do it. If you hate it, leave. If you hate it, leave. Leave as fast as you can. If you need money, okay, don't quit until you get another job. But Find another job fast and leave. Don't stay in a job you hate for years and years and years. That is crazy. That's absolutely crazy.
Simnick says, have you ever been to the Czech Republic? No, but I would like to go. Maybe my next visit to Europe, I would like to go to... I'm definitely going to Spain again. I'd like to go to Italy. I'd like to go to Austria. And uh, maybe Switzerland. Czech Republic would also be great. And Greece. So maybe I could do a little tour of all those countries. Hey, great. I want to say from, was it Glace Almeida? Says, by the way, I'm starting my new business and a lot of my confidence to do that comes from your amazing lessons and advices. Thank you. Excellent. Good luck to you. You can do it. Just be sincere, be honest, be excellent, stand out. Good luck to you. Oh, okay, okay. Rosanna says, no problem. I created a uh, link, I mean, a Gab account, but the challenge, I, okay, yeah, see, a bunch of people are having problems with this. They they sign up for the challenge and nothing happens. The reason is it hasn't started yet, so you're not going to see anything on that website. You'll sign up, your name, you will register, you're part of the challenge now, but that's all. Nothing. There's nothing to do yet. You can't enter anything, you can't do anything because it hasn't started. On August 1st, you can log in, you know, to your to that website, and then you can enter your uh, uh, minutes every day. So you just got to wait till August first. That's why it seems like nothing's happening. All right, I'll take one more. <laughs> yeah, Said says if you hate it, leave. Yes. Sandy says, I'd like to quit. Sometimes I'd like to quit my job. I don't know what stops me. Maybe I'm afraid. Yeah, you're afraid. So here's what you do. Start searching for other jobs. Don't quit your job and be without money. Maybe you're afraid of that for good reason. But just continue to work your job. But in your free time, send out resumes and letters and, you know, get my business English course. I'll tell you a good strategy. You'll, You'll learn a really good way to do this. But just start sending out resumes and cover letters and contacting companies and uh, doing some interviews in your lunch hour or your free time and get a better job, then quit. As soon as you get a better job offer, you quit your old job and you move to the new one. That's the safe way to do it. So that's what I recommend. Okay, guys, time to go. So stand out, be outstanding, be different, don't be the same. This is in anything, certainly anything about jobs or freelancing or business or money. You want to be outstanding. Don't be the same as everybody else. Very, very important. All right. If you have more questions about this topic or any topic, follow me on Gab, gab gab.com at AJ Hogue, A-J-H-O-G-E. That's where our community is now growing fast, very active now. Lots of other Effortless English members are active on Gab now. Just the last couple weeks has suddenly become super active. So that's where you need. You can find me. That's where you, where you will find them also.
All right, lots of love to you. As always, join my VIP program. Commit to my VIP program. Get the extra movie club lessons and VIP lessons every month. EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com